Uh, we have a special event coming up this month. It's March, so it's time for our annual March Fatness Tournament. What is March Fatness, you might say? March Fatness is your uh, classic March bracket-style tournament. Instead of using sports ball teams, we're going to use food items. This year we have a really cool theme, literally, it's ice cream. So we 64 of the best ice cream items we could think of, pitting together bracket-style only one can survive. If you want to get on the action, go ahead and go to fanmenpodcast.com. Please fill out a bracket and submit it. Highest scores and to get a cool uh, box full of all kinds of pop culture goodies and ice cream stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. Maybe throw some fan men stickers and pins in there too. Um, and if you want to just listen to the show in general uh, or track your bracket, go ahead and give us a subscribe wherever you get your podcast, whether it's uh, iTunes or SoundCloud or iHeartRadio, wherever. And follow us on Twitter at FMen37. So once again, fanmenpodcast.com at FMen37. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Looking forward to seeing you for March Fatness. Hello, welcome to this episode of the Fan Man Podcast. I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Not nearly emo enough. Uh, yeah, true, true. <laughs> Batman played by DJ Go, <laughs> Chris Davis, Sean Ogerty. Uh, How's it going? It's it's good. Um, this uh, we haven't done this in a while. We have a uh, we have a remote DJ. DJ's coming to us from Hartford, Connecticut. What is it? Is it called Nineties Con? What is it? Yeah, it's the it's the yeah. first ever Nineties Con. So basically, I'm just trying to emotionally get myself ready for turning forty in a couple weeks by reliving all my all the fun years. It's kind of what it comes down to. So, <laughs> the mental what games you have to play with yourself. Oh, yeah. I'm a mess. I'm a mess. Has nothing to do with a free but, press pass or anything. No. I mean that. I, I, well, I mean, like, I, I, I can't. Well, no, I mean, I, I wanted to come anyway, but like financially, it just didn't line up correctly. But when I had a chance to come down for free, yeah, you know. So. Yeah, for free. I mean, it's going to cost so, you three hundred and seventy dollars in gasoline for the weekend. That but. is true. That is true. Just but, I you know, to get the Patrick Duffy keynote panel, I mean, how can you skip the step-by-step group? <laughs> actually, no, no step, no step-by-step. Actually, so full house. Couldn't Boys pull names World, that big, huh? Nickelodeon. Nah, dude, dude, like TL, dude, like TLC's here. The Backstreet Boys are here. Full House, Boy Meets World, oh, oh, Family Matters. Oh no, I I saw the lineup and felt bad for yeah, me from pretty, a distance. No, yeah, it's a, it's, I mean, it's pretty pretty good. Considering right. for what so, it how is, much you know? was the AJ McQueen autograph? <laughs> I think he's like. I don't know. Like I didn't. I can't even get close to his table. Like the line has been insane. I mean, God bless but, Nick Carter still working. You know. <laughs> yeah, not good for them. Actually, they're going on tour this summer. They're coming to Xfinity. Uh, all right. This this is Damn. episode 115, which is not yep. about crapping on DJ's choice to be at 90s. Correct. Con. Correct. He's there so with our we, buddy. Dude, Clap. I got another half hour. We're yeah. I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For a while. So we're we're, we're ta- um, before we we you know we did the announcements for March Madness and before we dip into the actual uh, breakdowns, we figured we. Do a quick hit episode and talk about the new Batman movie. The Batman. So we all made it to a theater to see yes. the new Batman movie. All, yes. all three of us um, have finally seen it now. Yeah. Only one of us yep. posted his negative reaction before he before saw it. Before you saw it, you said something like, let the yeah. disappointment begin. Yeah. So in, in theory, I, been, I mean, in as he went to the theater in costume. <laughs> yeah. Oh some con- yeah. Yeah. Full <laughs> costume. Yes. Yes. Full costume. I had the. Full rubber suit. Bat hockey jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Always with the bat hockey jersey. So, yeah. So, so the Batman came out. It's the uh, Matt Reeves directed uh, Robert Pattinson as Batman Bruce Wayne. 
completely different from what we thought we were going to get for the next standalone Batman movie because we all expected Affleck a couple mm-hmm. years ago and just didn't happen. So, and actually, actually, I actually kind of took notes on this one too because I wanted to. No, he just muted himself. Technology's Sorry. hard. Yeah, muted. it is. It is. We'll, we'll yeah. get somebody on that side with an IT background that can. Yeah, <laughs> that's that. Phones. It would. It would help. It really would. Um, hey, is Clep around? Can you get him over here to work he, the equipment? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so you guys want to go? Um, so I mean, so I mean, like I said, I'm, I'll start off by saying, it's for even though I've been shitting on it nonstop since the show came out, it wasn't the worst Batman movie by far. So, so that that's your okay. that's your top that's that's your your elevator pitch one sentence reaction there. Not the worst Batman movie by far. Chris, what's your similar length take on the Batman? <clears throat> um, there's things, there's potholes that I fell into, but overall, it went in a direction that I wanted them to take the character. Mm-hmm. All right. For me, um, this is one of those things that may be slightly biased by the experience of actually sitting in a great spot in a big empty theater and having, you know, the ability to just soak it in. Um, just but yourself, but I, I loved it. It was fantastic. It hit for me. There was literally one moment, almost three hours in, that was the first time that I got snagged. I'm like, wait, what? I, I'm not a th- fan of that. Um, and even that, that, that just highlighted for me. I never looked at my watch for three fucking hours after half an hour of trailers and stuff, and I loved it. Loved everything about it. I wish I could say that. Good. I did. Yeah. Once I-, I got over two hours, I did start. I mean, I came out of there. As much as I enjoyed it, you could have trimmed at least a half hour off that thing. Oh, always true. Always true. But that was a measure for me of my enjoyment. Um was that it you know it didn't it i i never had trouble like i was on the edge of my seat a lot of it now i saw you know i i might have watched trailer early on but i avoided all like i didn't i didn't know anything about what was coming i didn't know what that what it was focused on i didn't read reviews i didn't you know so you know so i went in completely cold okay so I kind of broke my parts down into the good and the not so good. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Would you guys want to talk about things that worked or things that didn't work first? Um, well, first, let's say we're, I mean, we're, we're going to probably talk spoilers. So if you haven't oh, yeah, seen the yeah. movie, yeah. you know, um, you know, please, please go see it. Yeah. Before Shut it off listening now. to this. Yeah. Yeah. And then come back. Yeah. yeah. Um, but let's, let's go ahead and talk about what didn't work first, since I think that's okay. the most interesting yeah crossovers between us okay sure so um, i'm i'll preface it by saying like obviously like i've read a lot of batman books in my life i've read all the batman books i think you know i'm not even the biggest batman fan in this group probably it's probably you sean maybe but it just yeah so but like so the biggest thing right off the bat is that the whole setting of gotham being more like manhattan as opposed to chicago really threw me off visually um I know it's kind of like slim. It's, it's just a scene like I've never, I don't remember any books where I got them at a Times Square basically. So yeah. just stylistically, it, it took me out of things a little bit. Times Square um, had cobblestone streets though. 
Yeah, yeah. I, it was just weird. It was just like in there, like basically in Madison Square Garden at one point in time. It's yep. just, it just, yep. That's all. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm used to it being more Chicagoy. So that that was kind of okay. like eh, weird. Um, I think while Robert Pattinson is the worst Bruce Wayne to ever be put on film, and okay. that was a big thing for me because Bruce Wayne is half the equation. So that that bugged me. He was it was horrible. He was he was a horrible Bruce Wayne. I think. Um, as far as the suit, I like some stuff they do with the suit. I like the high collar on the cape. That was kind of cool. I didn't like the uh, Rob Liefeld uh, pouch system he was mm-hmm. wearing. He looked yep. a little too bulky for me. Mm-hmm. Like they couldn't make their mind up if they were going Arkham or something else. And I think that kind of led to a over a different overall uh, an overall arc with the movies. I I thought it had kind of like an identity crisis. It started off making you like the first thirty seconds, like oh, are they doing last Halloween? <laughs> and they yeah. didn't. Yeah, and then. And um, they tried to do like, they tried to out Nolan Nolan, which I think was a big mistake. So you had, it went from a, it went from, it went from a Nolan like gritty movie to like an investigative thing to, and they tried to do the detective thing and the detective thing. I don't think they didn't go far enough and they tried to be just overly brutal for no reason. And, it just jumped around too much for me. So I just, I, I, it, it's like, it didn't know what it wanted to be. It wanted to be Detective Batman. It wanted to be Dark Knight. And it just, I don't know. It just, it was, that just kind of bugged me. And then I know like we talked before, we talked about what you wanted out of a Batman movie. And you guys both said you wanted like detective yeah. um, mm-hmm. stuff. But for me, the whole detective thing, and this is like the big spoiler, it's like they tried to make it, seemed like they were going down that road and basically he just answered three popsicle stick riddles and then got made to look like a fool and like completely missed the bigger picture. So I don't think they went far enough down that road or made it hard enough. Like he answered like three easy questions. I would agree with that. And that's like, Oh, by the way, dipshit, he missed the whole thing. And then, and then basically they do dark night. They just did dark night again. And that was kind of like, ah, yeah, I I don't know. And and I hated the Riddler. I, I, Oh, see, I I, really liked the Riddler. Yeah. Really, really, okay. it wasn't I the Riddler like to me. take on it. So before, no, before you talk about what you like, yes. let's let's okay. keep keep nagging. There's there's DJ broad nag. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, because sure. to me, it wasn't Rid- Riddler, and I didn't want like Frank Gorsham jumping around talking about like you know like you know Commodore Schmidlap or nothing. But it's like it just it seemed like, I mean, number one, they don't call him Edward Nigma at all in the course of the movie. Yeah, it was Edward then, Ashton or something. Yeah, yeah and yeah. then it just it was it was just too. Way too jigsaw. That's the other thing too. Is like it said, like they do like part, like almost like saw movie or like torture porn movie, and then part detective. And it just, it just, it was all over the place as far as the tone and everything. That's all. Okay. It was seven combined with a Batman movie. Yep. Yeah. Also yeah. True. It was very much that. Yeah. Um, that's the things I didn't like. How about you, Chris? There were only a handful. I actually didn't. I was surprised at the fact that I didn't hate Pattinson as Batman. I got over, I kind of saw the emo thing they were going for there. And now I will shit on the fact that, you know, he sits bedside by Alfred and the first thing he does when he comes out of the coma is shit on him for lying to him. That was kind of bullshit. <laughs> like show a little compassion for the guy who raised you, you fuck. But yeah, um, the tone shift, I like the detective thing. I will agree with DJ. The riddles were way too easy. Although having read some of the stories that happens to Batman more often than not that there's that big reveal at the end. And then he has to go save the day that shift bugged me. And this has been talked about other places 
where you have a detective story for two hours and then it's, oh wait, that's supposed to be a superhero story. So now you got to go have yeah. a big fight scene and we need the giant set yeah. piece and save the day and all of that piece. That that kind of stuff bugged me. I'm not really. I've never really viewed Batman as a symbol of hope. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, re- I didn't really need that piece at the end. The whole part in the beginning, describing the bat symbol and the fear, that's right from the books. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that worked for me. But yeah, this there were little things that I bumped into. Um, I'm still trying to figure out exactly how Wayne Tower became like a 17th century British mansion with all the ornate woodwork yeah, and staircases that was, and that. And they, that was funky So they too. moved to the tower after the mansion was donated to the orphanage? I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like I, part, yeah, it sounded like I bumped into that mansion. a little bit yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. They kind you of wanted it. it to be the mansion from like 66 or something and. You know, yeah, but it that, it just you, that struck me as a little odd. One more thing, Chris, you brought one more thing that that bugged me, and um, so they go into the backstory about like the Waynes and like Bruce Wayne's mom's, whose name escapes me for some reason. Arkham. Um, yeah. her her, her yeah. family name and all that stuff. And to me, that seems like you blew the chance at doing any kind of quarter vowel setup. I don't think they necessarily did. Because well, uh, the whole part can, of the four hours is like the secret society that. and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. You could totally Which link ties what right they back did into, into the two. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can totally do that. It seemed un- See, it I, seemed I went the other way there. I went the other. way. I actually kind of like the okay. fact that they fucked with the backstory a little bit. Yeah. Because yep. if right. I saw the what? damn pearls hit the ground one more time, one more time. Oh no, no. It's like stop. I mean, I, it's. Really? I do some credit for skipping the origin, but. All right. So, so for me, the my negatives. One, it's interesting to hear you guys lay some of those criticisms out because I actually, I didn't feel any of that, kind of the opposite. Um, but but for me, the, the first time that I really got pulled out was at the, you know, at the end in the garden with the flood and, and the, the fight in the, in the, you know, in the yeah. catwalks and stuff like that. The moment after you know, after things kind of stopped and paused and Catwoman's like, it's over, it's okay. You know, mm-hmm. after he's basically been knocked out, um, when he, you know, repels down and then cuts himself and drops into the water and lights a torch and leads the random people, including the mayor and the the little boy out of the scaffolding and through the water. That was the first time I'm like, wait, what's he doing? Why is he dropping into the water? Yeah. Why is he doing this? Those t- people actually didn't seem to need to be rescued to me. Um, maybe the water level's rising, well, but if that's the case, no, no, no. Really he's trying to that. save them because the transformer was going to fall. He was worried right. about the transformer right. falling and electrocuting yeah. the people. Yeah, and they they made a reference to that, but it really wasn't right. I never actually felt that endangerment. It felt like a random choice. He's like, "Okay, I'm done up here." That. Oh look, there's some people in some water. You know, it it they kind of had it there, but that was the first time where I'm like, literally, that's two and a half hours into the movie when I'm yeah. the first. But that's time. when you yeah yeah you're beyond your detective backstory there too. Yeah. Okay, now we got to land this as a superhero movie. Yeah. So I need that big set well, piece where he's in, dropping and yeah. But in some terms, of it was Reeves just 
stroking his own ego because the yeah. is, oh the entire scene was lit by the flare and yeah it's but, him trying to be art house but i i yeah i i like that i mean all the other stuff you guys said for me i i'm not looking at it trying to go oh what type of movie you are i'm watching the movie that's there i'm feeling drawn through the story and the characters you know it the detective stuff the action stuff whatever that didn't feel like choppy to me. It felt like the period of time and the story that was going on. And yeah, there were elements of other stuff, but but I love yeah. every bit of it. I actually, I was pretty taken aback by not hating Pattinson in the costume as Batman, nor as Bruce Wayne. I think the way they anchored it in kind of the year two time frame, which we haven't seen a lot of, both met with his age as an actor and met with, okay, we're not going to redo the origin story, but we're still going to anchor in and, you know, it's present all around the edges, right? As he experiences yeah. Mitchell's kids experience 20 years, you know, to the week of all this stuff, but, but kind of the year two of his, you know, experiment, right? You see his notebook anchoring it there. And the conflict with Alfred because he finds out, like, this felt like an origin story of an actual middle of Batman's life series of stories. Like, I'm totally in now. I didn't feel like they overdid with too many, you know, yeah, we got a little Penguin. We got a little, you know, uh, yeah. we got Riddler. Um, like, it felt, it felt like somebody did some of the Batman 66 stuff but completely gritty and earnest without being campy yet still being like the riddles and all that stuff. It was the campy yeah. elements, but with, while taking yeah, it completely seriously. And I, I loved it. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you one other thing that kind of bugged me too. Um, so they, they, at towards the end of the movie, they, the uh, red wars at Arkham Asylum and they basically shoehorn Joker into it. So the whole fact that joker exists in this universe and presumably he's already gone up against batman and been caught yet anything the would have done surprised anybody and like put the cd on edge kind of bugs me too maybe i mean you're you're making assumptions about what you said but the riddle would never out joker's joker you know what i mean i, I don't the, it the but movie, right now joker's just a convict in arkham. right you don't what know I'm, if he's done anything yeah but he, he looks almost like arkham joker like he had this giant chin and everything like I, it looked almost like mutant joker I mean, it was tough. I mean, to if see that bugged you, the then time, the fact that I thought Venom that might... was there must have bugged the shit out of you. What? Because I mean, Bane exists in this world. Oh yeah, you picked up. On, I mean, it's, yeah, he yeah. used Venom serum to get his ass yeah. back up after getting shot in the yeah. Head, so. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he has a compartment in his suit, so this is right. something planned for in mm -hmm. case he yeah. needs. Yeah. You know? Yep. That that's a good yeah. point. Um. So so that bit at the end there. Yes, it's it seems likely that they're they're you know, playing with Joker. But as I was looking at it, I wasn't immediately sure that I wasn't seeing a two face that had already been two faced though. I, it seemed like it was a Joker, but there you read an awful yeah. lot into that no, DJ out of your expectations. I, I, I saw I just a crazy Joker too. convict. Yeah. Too. yeah. As soon as the laughing started, it's right. Joker. But yeah. it's not necessarily like you said, Chris, it's not necessarily post Joker, Joker. It may be pre Joker, Joker, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Your order of villains could be right. Yeah. Just flipped here. Colin Farrell was amazing doing his own TV show. Yeah. Doing De Niro as Penguin. Like yeah. it was awesome. 
So he sounds like half of the New Yorkers I work with. <laughs> yeah. So the come on, come on. I'm right the here. The supporting cast was stellar. Um, you know, Colin Farrell as Penguin, Turturro as Carmine Falcone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I loved that. I did not know Turturro was in it. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, sweet. Catwoman, you know, even worked out and all that stuff. And, I thought she was so, awesome. She was Alfred, amazing. Yeah, the support, supporting cast was Circus great. Circus should have got more great. screen time. Yeah. But he, yeah. my gut is he will, right? This was a great mm-hmm. setup. They didn't overdo. But this is your Alfred that taught Bruce to fight. Yes. He actually alludes huh. to the fact that I this couldn't is be a your father, old special but forces. I teach you to fight. Yes. Mm-hmm. And this, the fact Bruce that didn't have to go the wandering the countryside. Right. Yeah. The fact that he was idly working the ciphers, that sets up a great. Right. From know, his Secret Service background. The yeah. Whole thing. This isn't your feeble. Yeah. Yep. Alfred stuff works. The supporting cast works. Like Catwoman kind of surprised me. I had never really seen her do anything before. So, um, she looked the part. She had the body mannerisms. She she also had yeah, I mean, backstory. She had that wasn't mm-hmm. thrust onto you, but you you know she had motivations. That was awesome. Yeah. The whole you know she was Falcone's her father. Well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And you get the whole yeah. Thomas Wayne helping Falcone, which ties back into you can go so many different yep. ways. Yeah. You pulled that right from the books. Yep. Yeah. And I love So how did you yeah. how did you guys feel about the fact that this is your first Batman that is actually present day? I love the that. Waynes died in two thousand and one. Yeah. Something yeah, like that. The that was the campaign. All the election stuff bugged me. Well, you're 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 in an elevator, so we're gonna that lose him. Me. Yep. You're it just don't have the DC some time frame, really. Yeah. So yeah, that that kind of buzzes. It's so cold outside. But um, yeah. So I mean, the 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 dates did kind of bug me a little bit, just a bit. DJ's wandering the streets of Hartford. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Um. Yes. He's yeah. frantically looking for the third Fuji, trying to figure out what the yeah. hell happened. <laughs> I'm looking for some. None. Yeah. Yeah. No, the. Uh, the dates bug me is what I was trying to say. Sorry. Yeah, none of that, none of that snagged me even the slightest. I, you know, seems like nothing bugged you. Well, seems I like mean, nothing bugged you. <laughs> when I, when I, when I'm actually able to sit and watch a movie, all of my work, all of my stress is actually just getting me to that point. Right. That's one of the reasons the theater is a better place for something like this because I'm not, you know, I can't be distracted by anything. I'm sitting there, it's coming at me. And with something like this, I wanted to be, you know, I, I just wanted to let, let it hit me. And so I, I dump the outside world. I don't have expectations. I know I'm watching a movie that I want to watch and I, I take it right. The reason that the, the torch scene at the end you know, caught me so much is because up until that moment, I'm just taking it in and I'm going along for the ride. And I never mm-hmm. felt like I got, that was the first moment where there was like a bump that's, that threw me out of that's my when seat. It got me. It was the yeah. tonal shift from detective story to it. Well, it, no, that kind of, but it wasn't a tonal shift necessarily pause. for me. It was that, that single moment where I was like, wait, why is he doing what he just did? And I know the ingredients were there for the the transformer and stuff, but I think that was just not everything else felt like it flowed from the character and characters I was seeing and what they were dealing with. Right. I didn't, it didn't bug me that he didn't pick up on the big, you know, the big picture. 
He's he's early in his career. He's still learning. He's got a lot to learn. They anchored so much of that and earned it. Yeah. See, it still it bugged me that you went right to that quote unquote superhero scene where he's taking on the fifty guys up top and the big set pieces and everything. Because yeah. you, you kind of anchored him as the street level vigilante living in the shadows you know controlling the city by fear as much as anything else yeah okay one other thing before we jump off on this one other thing that bugged me is the concept the idea of batman knocking on a door and then like two days later like do you know who i am and the two twins close the door and then open it back as he's just standing there trying to get into the club and then two days later as bruce wayne yeah do you know who i am it's yeah well yeah yeah, motherfucker, I know exactly who you are. <laughs> it's, we I mean, saw this act two nights ago. Yeah, but that's that's a fundamental conceit of all this shit. In a Batman world where you've got facial Batman recognition. Batman would have dropped in by the friggin' skylight and been in the Penguin's office before. Yeah. And Penguin's just having a sit down with Batman. Yeah, come on in. Let's chat. Yeah. I'm going to deal drugs in front of you, man who's terrorizing our city. I, you know, I I didn't get snagged. I loved it. Now, and I liked it as the overall, I'm like, that's like, ah, that's a bit of a reach. Nah. Um, it didn't, the whole location of it didn't really bug. I always pictured Gotham as New York. I pictured Gotham always as New York pre-cleaning up Times Square. Yeah. Yeah. That's- I mean, I, you know, I thought what I saw was Gotham, obviously, man, obvious Manhattan references in alignment with Times Square and the, the Square Garden and all that stuff. But, but. Also, you had elements of Chicago with the, you know, with the L trains were much closer to Chicago style in places like it. Oh, certainly. Yeah. You know, and the, they had, the, I mean, the club is basically under elevated tracks. Right. Parking the, yeah. 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 So, so there was a Chicago field. Somewhere. I thought they did the normal Gotham thing of mixing a bunch of different urban things, but clearly it's and always I, been anchored in a Manhattan, you know, reference. And, and like Nolan did a good job of Chicago flying. Yeah. But the cobblestone I mean, stuff was, was awesome. It was very much, you could see that it was filmed overseas. Yeah. That was clearly London when you're looking yeah. at it and they're just CGing. You know yeah. anything Gotham related in the background yeah. or Wayne Tower or but it didn't it didn't feel CG. You know they've definitely gotten to the point where they're the merges are are so clean these days that it's pretty easy to just accept what you're seeing. Well, and wasn't it Court of Owls? They gave you one shot of Wayne Tower when the trains are kind of terminating into Wayne Tower as you're mm-hmm. driving towards it, yeah. which is pulled right yeah. from the pages of Court of Owls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Snyder gets a thank you at the end too. Oh, I didn't see that. Nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's so, he's one of the listed. What would you guys give it for? Give give me a score out of ten. Like what you had to score it. Uh, for me, it was a honestly, it was like an eight and a half or a nine. Okay. Yeah, I'd go seven and a half, eight. I mean, there was okay. enough that I bumped into that I can't give it higher, but I'm hopeful for what's coming next. I want this completely separate and apart from the DCU. Yeah. Reeves needs to just drive his own lane, and none of this should touch all the shiny yeah. happy they have going on elsewhere. I, I don't want to yeah. see the Flash I'm, drop into this world, or as no, he's doing never. Flashpoint, or anything. This is you yeah. can live in a Make world it, where Batman is the only hero here, and never have to touch any of those other characters. Yeah, make it like an Elf world almost. I mean, you're you're also living in a world where Robin could have already existed. Which is kind of weird because Batman's so young in this one. 
Yeah. But you're already talking about Bloodhaven. So Yeah. Well, but that's a place. That's that's outside, that's you know. Yeah. They're they're setting yeah. up a world, but but you're right that it doesn't have to like it can be just what it is. Yeah. Wait until they introduce Dick Grayson in Bloodhaven yeah. yeah, without being Robin and he's gonna lose his mind. DJ's head's yeah. gonna explode. Ah. As long as he's straight Nightwing or something, I'm okay with that. But no, um, no, I, I as saw long as Kristen Stewart doesn't Nightwing. play Nightwing. Yeah, I, no, 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 no. I saw somebody say something. He's going to be I betting liked, Hawk, which is somebody was like, "Oh, I'd love for in the next one for them to introduce Dick Grayson and not have him become Robin, just have him be part of in the world Bruce's story of getting to know Dick, right? And maybe, and then that sets up." <laughs> You're not selling it to yeah. DJ. <laughs> I don't no, care I mean, about as, DJ's as expectations as as are impossible to meet. No, as long as it's Nightwing and they and result in shitty moves. Nightwing, the Nightwing character on path, like they could do if they did, like he meets Dick Grayson and it's like Dick Grayson from like the Grayson story arc that comes off and becomes Nightwing. I'm cool with that. Just you can skip the Robin part. I'd be I'd be okay with it as long as it's like it's actually Dick Grayson. Let's see. I so. These are these are these characters and stories are ingredients to be pulled into a yeah. realized, well written world, and he can do whatever the fuck he wants. I'm not going to say it should be this or that. I'm going to take what is, and what was given is the best Batman movie that that a, as a whole, as a you know, as somebody who is a fan of Batman, I loved this. I actually think had Affleck been in it. You know, I saw some stuff about the Affleck script originally, which apparently was you know nothing was a totally different thing, and I'm I'm glad because this one actually fit the age and style of Pattinson in a way that established like I'm I'm totally in to see what comes, and I don't give a shit what it is. As you couldn't have told the story with the Affleck Batman, you could have already beyond. Oh yeah, it would have been. You could have done a different. Riddler story yeah. keep some of the elements, but you couldn't have yeah. set it in this spot. It's and and yeah. Affleck's just Affleck's age would have made this not work, but that also would have yeah. like you, you could use the a young though. detective. The setting could have worked. The setting yeah, could work just like yeah. the the just people would have been the, changed. But. Yeah. Question: yeah. Did you get any Gotham by Gaslight vibes from the way that costume was set up? Yeah, the high the collar, high collar, and, the high collar. Yeah. It, it, to me, was more Arkham Asylum vibes though. Mm. Yeah, I did like you. You definitely got a sense in both Batman and the Riddler of more practical costume origins. Like clearly, clearly Batman's costume wasn't just hacked together, but like like in the Batman Begins and Dark Knight, it seemed rooted in tactical gear. You know, maybe going through some revs and and you know added you know tech. I love the video. Uh, the video contacts and the use of them with yeah, Catwoman. Those are cool. That was mm-hmm. sweet. Totally impossible, yeah, but sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'll go. I mean, I think we're all kind of like, we all kind of like, we're different levels. Cause like, I'm like six and a half, seven. Mm-hmm. Chris is like one step above me and you're like once above him. So that, yeah. that, I mean, it's a, not though. It's better than dark Knight friggin' rises or it's better than anything from the nineties pretty yeah. much. So, um, so, so I'll be going to top three this week. So top okay. three, so, uh, Batman, so it's, it's, it's sacrilege to shit on the Nolan movies. You can't do it without people getting mad. So let's go, um, top three worst things about the nineties Batman movies. Okay. 
Um, we could shit on Nolan if you wanted. I mean, I got a whole nah, barrel yeah. of shit there too. Yeah, we'll go. I like the nah, middle we'll one. The 90s movies. We'll the right. 90s movies. So I gotta. So let's go. Just I, don't have any... I got a couple minutes before the music really kicks in. Yeah, I can't hear you guys. So <laughs> all right. So I don't have any uh, honorable mentions. Do you guys yeah. have honorable mentions? No, yeah. none. All right. All right. So so I'm sure I could think of more, but uh thankfully the nineties movies are ones I have not revisited in a long time. So this is just there what popped to mind. So my number three, I remember not really loving in in Batman Forever. Alicia Silverstone's Batgirl. I actually love Alicia yeah. Silverstone. I love Batgirl. That just felt arbitrary and not yeah. a good good match. It felt I'll tag it, up on yeah. yours, man, because that that was mine. I had Alicia Silverstone slash stunt casting. Yeah. Yep. This was this was the height of the period where you didn't matter who would fit the character best. It was what name, name was popular at the yeah. time, which is how you ended up with Clooney and Chris O'Donnell yeah. and Alicia Silverstone. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, guess what? Let's get Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey. Yeah. And it's like, yep. fuck off. There's so yep. many better actors you could have gotten for those parts. Yep. So yeah, yep. that's my number three as well, Sean. All right. What's yours, Steve? Also, my number three is the uh, the sidekick. And Silverstone is Batgirl and Chris O'Donnell is Robin. Um, yeah. Robin wasn't when Robin's parents died, um, he wasn't 37 years old. So <laughs> yes. that kind of just took, took me out of it a little bit. And you, everyone knows how much I love the Robin character and the Dick Grayson character. Just yeah. like it didn't, it didn't fit for me. Yeah. No, that's, hey, that's number two, Sean. Number two. So number two is kind of a layup and it's not fair, but, but Bane, <laughs> Bane is an abomination of, yep. you know, picking, picking well, to use him and using him in such a minor way. As a henchman, for, as a henchman, come on, yeah, with no, yeah, that that was just a waste, and it wasn't particularly well done, yeah, yeah. It's mine's a layup as well. I mean, this is a joke, but it's kind of an overarching thing. But we'll focus on the bat nipples <laughs> and just the costumes and the over the top camp, and not camp in the '66 way. Yeah, it's they just gave somebody way too much budget for production design here and yeah. let them go off the deep end with some of this shit. <laughs> yep. So I'll kind of tag up on Chris's number two. Mine is Joel Schumacher's stylistic approach, whether it's the bat yeah. nipples or the giant battle go down an ice slide or the neon colors of the street gangs with the fucking batons. Oh my and God. The, the whole Mr. Freeze fight. Like, yeah. Are you shitting me? Trash. Complete yeah. trash. Yeah. All of it. Everything yeah, I, sucks. I, I don't disagree with that though. The part of me loved aspects of it because I do like those colors and that art design, not in my Batman, but it did harken yeah. back to the 66. It would have been, it's just, it didn't belong in a Batman movie. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, all right. And so, so my number one, uh, Chris touched on it lightly. Uh, you know, flicked on a little bit. The it's the nipples in the costume. Nipples, yeah, it's nipples. Is your because number, one nipples? number one is nipples. Yeah, just as <laughs> an, I mean, you you kind of said it. It's when you go into production design, and and there's this feeling like you must make your mark, and everything has to all fit together, and everything. I love that as general, but when it's done to excess rather than done to establish kind of a meaningful, like there's just no freaking reason. That there would be nipples on any kind of costume, much less one that's actually meant to be both armor and disguise. And no. you know, oh, yeah. exactly. It's just probably why I didn't bump into the pouches like DJ did. Oh yeah, like he's got to carry his shit somewhere. So I get that. You know, I understood that. So yep. all right. Um, so my number one, and it goes back to some of these choices and shit like that. It's the back credit card. I mean, come on, mm. really. 
There you go. Like, in what world is he flashing the black card in yeah. costume to have any conversation with any other character? No. Just it also it, yeah. it it kills his I it kills his disguise. Like that's a that's a trackable financial instrument. <laughs> See, I didn't go yeah. there, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> And my number one is going to be all the villains, uh, Two-Face, Bane, and uh, Poison Ivy. I can't stand Uma Thurman. Bane's probably my favorite Batman villain. They ruined him, and Two-Face was an abomination. So yeah. all the bad guys suck. It was, it was a paycheck. They just they just brought yeah. all of those guys and have places to put these names. Yep. It's yeah. made no sense. It sucks. So, yeah. All right. So it looks like General, General Mission just opened up. It's going to get loud in here. Um, yeah, so well, I'll hop off. You guys want to keep going, but I'll just yeah. say, you know, don't forget to... Uh, Check out FanManPodcast.com, fill out your March Fatness brackets. Uh, 17th at noon is when we cut those off, March uh, St. Fatty's Day. Mm-hmm. And uh, follow on Twitter at FMan37 and subscribe to review where we get your podcasts. I'm going to try to do a video. I've been doing some B-roll stuff while I'm here. It's the whole point of me coming. I want to try to get some kind of like content for the YouTube channel. We'll see if I can pull it off. I'm not a very good videographer, but we'll try. All right, hey, man. do me a favor. Give Joey Lawrence a hug for me, okay? I talked to him yesterday, so. <laughs> they, I, I had no doubt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, later, DJ. Hey, guys, thank, thank you for squeezing me in, gentlemen. I appreciate right. it. We'll, uh, no it. It's always tough to squeeze you in anywhere, man. Uh, yeah, fair enough. If you butter them up enough, it's, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. Lots of butter. <laughs> All right, there you go. we'll wrap up after. All right, talk to you later, DJ. See ya. <laughs> uh, that, you know, that, uh, I don't think, I, I, I'm not surprised. Actually, I am surprised that that I'm at the top of this spread all by myself in terms of the the feelings on it. It's overall, I really enjoyed the movie. I've seen it twice, and I paid to go see it again. Yeah, because I enjoyed it so much. Um, there were little things. It's, and I'd like to think that they didn't nudge Reeves one way or another. Yeah, although there is enough of a shift there. With mm-hmm. your giant, I mean, like you said, the cutting with the wire and dropping, yeah. that's a shot like we need a big action piece. We need we need that image that we can throw. And it looked beautiful in IMAX. Sure. I oh, started, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it was gorgeous. You didn't need it. Yeah. But that whole selfless Batman sacrificing himself, he just took a shotgun blast to the chest. You didn't need to prove oh, yeah. that again. Yep. You know? Well, he the wasn't really sacrificing himself. Like he he... He clearly his intention was to drop in the water as a quick way to get down to those people, but it wasn't that wasn't clear until after it happened, and it just right. didn't like they give you the pause before he pops back up out of the water. Yeah, plus it was just and, like he's got he's sitting there with right with Gordon and Catwoman, having just you know fought off those guys who were apparently the last ones. You know, got got through this. She's you know helped revive him. He's come to and. And rather than having, like, it's not like he said, those people need help or, or whatever. He just gives this mysterious look and, and does it. And that, like, it just, and he's didn't, gone. Yeah. It, it didn't, it played it like didn't a video bring, game, actually. You see the, yeah. you see the danger off to the side and yeah. you cut back to having to go do yeah. something. Yeah. And the little, the mayor giving her a second of pause, she has a gut shot. Yeah. And she's about to drown. She doesn't. And, eh, yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. But again, they're cowering under the stage when, as soon as he puts out his hand, they can all climb out. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, there was little things like that that kind of yeah. got me. I'm like, okay. I like the Riddler having his own 
message boards in his own group of crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. That he's mobilizing that yep. whole that that story. felt that felt rooted and, in current reality. Yeah, and you know what? It the way they played it, got a thirteen year old kid that's already gone onto the website to download the thing and broken the cipher. Oh yeah, she was curious. Oh yeah, you know she's. It's. I like how he took that and the dark Riddler. I mean, that's yeah. right out of zero year. That's, oh, yeah. I mean, you yep. have, there's multiple incarnations yeah. of the Riddler being just that sinister and yeah. dark. But, he was never meant to be campy, but, but you Calendar also, Calendar Man's campy. Yeah. I did, um, I did like, like the Riddler really believing that Batman was part of like, like that whole thing. Oh, and, and so is this correct that, that, so did the Riddler understand that Batman was Bruce Wayne, but no. then, right, that's, that's what it looked like at the think, end. No. It was like, holy cow, he didn't, because it seemed like he understood. They played it. Yeah. yeah they played it I, I like that. But yeah. now they got it close and it looked like you have Bruce ready to say something. Yeah. He's doing the half turn right yeah. before. Bruce yeah. Wayne. Um, yeah. I got a v- very much a Zodiac vibe too when he's sitting mm. in the diner. Oh yeah. Yes. That that very much that feel from yeah. that scene. Like I, and I'm a sucker for for a a, a Nighthawks diner, you know, just I anytime you get that kind of angled diner with the neon at night and the the folks sitting at a counter, I I love that shot. And yeah. No, that was perfect. Nobody else there. He's just yep. sitting there playing with his cappuccino, you know. Um, and I thought the incarnation, especially the unmasked Riddler. Yeah. Looked like something we've seen in the comics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that accountant with the bad haircut and the big glasses, that's yes. Enigma. Yep. You know? Um, it's... I didn't bump into the naming thing nah. much at all. I mean... It's Nigma was always a nice little trope in the comics, but you can yeah. call him whatever the hell you want. He's he was the Riddler. Yeah, I you know I think it is is hard to to be open to let the world be built for you when it's being built with things you know, and so you expect mm-hmm. them to go together a certain way. Like the wait, Thomas Wayne, you know. Uh, wait, he did something. He cut a deal. He resulted in somebody's death. I, I was like, wow, this is this is weird. But then, you know, before we got to Alfred, Alfred pulls it all back. Yeah, yeah, but but before we got there, I was already like, actually, I bet this is just about protecting his wife because all indications are that as a wife and mother, you know, there's no direct evidence. But you get the idea that that he didn't have a crazy mom or anything. So it must have been him protecting his wife's past and not mm-hmm. about anything else. And I was certain from Tortoro or from uh, Falcone's, you know, depiction of that. It's not like Thomas Wayne said, take this guy out. Right. That, that was yeah, artistic that license. It would have been so out yeah. of character. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and uh, having, having that moment at the bedside that you pointed out where Alfred's immediately coming to Bruce attacking him. You lied to me, what have you. That actually felt true to, yeah, he's no longer a teenager, but he's still kind of this damaged 
right? His maturity, yeah. his lack of father, that felt right, right? He's still a damaged guy who's who's competently acting out his damage in this, you know, uh, every, you know, vengeance. I'm, I'm avenging by forcing against badness. But, but that, that moment of you lied and Alfred going through what he did, Hey, you needed a dad. He was a great man. I couldn't do that. I can only teach you to fight. They, in that little scene, Mm-hmm. They wrapped so many wonderful things without exposition, without origin story, right? Yeah, you never didn't any of that. Yeah. You never said, my time in the SAS set me up to train you like a trained killer, but you know. No, but it, if you know the cat, yeah, it, yes. it played well. Yeah. That worked yeah. for me. The fact that we didn't need to go into some Gordon and nope. Batman backstory. No. They've already been working together. They didn't make him Commissioner Gordon or either. Court Gordon, right? No. They, in fact, he was two levels down. By the time they got to the end part, right? Yeah. The symbol's not, the the bat signal's not sitting on police headquarters. Yes. And it's also, it's also not just Commissioner Gordon calling Batman. It is, you know, it's a symbol of fear that's actively used. I loved when they both showed up and like, wait, I thought you called me. No, I thought you called me. (laughs) Right. And it was Catwoman. Yeah. Yeah. And it's Selena that does the whole thing. Yep. No, I thought no, I, it worked. you know, um, the, the true test of this success one, I think the timing of this release in terms of the COVID and the pandemic pause, or, you know, at least things kind of lightening up a bit, people wanted to go see this, mm-hmm. you know, for more than just cause it was a Batman movie. Like literally this week, this, I think, you know, I haven't seen the numbers, but you know, but it's, it's hundreds of millions at this now. point. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so Literally. I'm hopeful, but the real test will be, what is the second movie? You know, it's the empire strikes back, you know, Batman returns, right? What are, uh, what are we going to get? Are you going to get follow through and consistency or are you going to get Warner brothers Going, oh, finally, we've got something, you know, and we need to pull it into everything else and we need to screw with it to turn it into Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I hope it's just follow through. I think where you brought somebody like a Reeves in. Yeah. And he he drives down a certain path. I mean, this is Cloverfield. You know, he's done the Apes movies and he's got his own style and tone. Mm -hmm. I think if they try to do that, you're going to see it fall apart. You already saw the Gotham PD story. The TV yeah. show got canceled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Over creative differences. Yeah. He's sticking around to do Arkham, but yeah. That one's not going to work for whatever reason. Um so so far 315 million worldwide. Yeah. That I mean takes that's it through. I mean it's yeah. It's doing gangbusting. That's not a lot of international money. No. Just yet. No. For obvious reasons. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No. So we'll you know, we'll see. Um but uh, we will be, uh, like DJ said, we're gonna we're gonna be ramping up March fatness. Uh, should be uh, today. We're recording on uh, Sunday, uh, the thirteenth, the first day of daylight savings time. Um, always great to lose an hour. Um, but uh, but you if know, DJ makes the- it back from his Sabrina the Teenage Witch panel, then you know. <laughs> Yeah, we Maybe will be, he can make some time for us. Yeah, for us to eat some ice cream and do the first first round of March Fatness. Um, brackets are due. 
by noon on March 17th. Uh, I'm sure we'll send out some, you know, reminders on uh, Twitter and Facebook and such. Um, but uh, please reach out if you have any questions on how to get a bracket, how to fill it out or what have you. We definitely look forward to your participation as we uh, get fatter. <laughs> Excellent. Reminder, if you're trying to play to win prizes, guess what these three fat guys would like? Not so much what your choice would be in the bracket. <laughs> you just want to play along. That's cool, yeah. too. Yeah. We had lots of people telling us last year, no, you're wrong. What the fuck are you thinking? That's actually the point. How could you point. choose that, you idiot? Yeah, that. Yeah. Go for it. Go in. Lean into that because I, right. Sherry cracked the code and got the prizes last year. She had yeah, I think, I think it was luck. Like, when I went to do my bracket, if I tried to do it to win, and theoretically- the three of us should be, you know, the best possible position. I was still like, man, I have no way. I have no way to actually know how this, each one of these matchups will shake out. Right. Um, yeah, I can guess on some, but not, yeah, not many. Yeah. So, so we'll see somebody, somebody will, will, uh, will win. Um, obviously it won't be the three of us, but I think last year you actually had the highest point point totals, Chris. And I wouldn't be surprised if that happens again, because you tend to be able to drive the bus because you're a bastard. <laughs> it's cheating. It's cheating. It is cheating. Yeah. All right, man. It's total cheating. <laughs> All right, kid. Thanks Take for listening, care. everybody. Yeah. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Arch Madness.